Show, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to log on today. Uh, this is a special edition of Keys to Your Best Life. For me and many others, uh, this broadcast is a place where I can encourage and inspire people with my guests that log on on a weekly basis on uh, social media. Every Wednesday, I go live at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, and I just have a whole lineup of amazing people that I interview. But today, I'm not interviewing anybody. Today, I'm talking to you here on the broadcast, and I want to talk to you about me overcoming and my husband overcoming the COVID virus. Now, this, I'm going to tell you, okay, is no joke. So you all need to keep your butts inside. I'm just going to start it off with that. So, but I wanted to talk to y'all because I have gotten inundated with questions, lots and lots of questions. So the purpose of today's broadcast is to inspire you uh, to take heed to what some of the, the uh, doctors are saying. Now I'm going live right now on various platforms. I'm on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, and so forth. So I'm not going to interact with you guys like I normally do. I will, however, go back and read all of the comments and questions and address each and every one of those at the end of the broadcast. If you are on live stream, you will be able to comment on this broadcast. And if you are in the chat stream on Facebook, please share this out with your friends. Uh, comment because I will respond to everybody. If you're watching it on the replay, hit hashtag replay. So the COVID virus, I don't need to tell you what it is. Okay. Everybody by now knows that it is um, something that attacks the the respiratory system and it is not something that you want to come in contact and it's definitely something that needs to be taken seriously now the first question i get is where did y'all get it okay uh, where do we get we don't know we have no idea where we get it the second question we get is you know you you're you know you're always so healthy uh but a lot of y'all don't know my past and a lot of y'all know that my health has been a struggle for many years hence why i got involved in uh, cbd is because looking for natural ways to heal so with that being said when it comes down to it at the end of the day if you don't want it You've got to do a couple different things and we're going to talk about those. And, and so, first of all, I want to thank uh, all of the people that prayed for us. I mean, I know some of you that are on here. I know uh, Susan Carter's on here. Um, oh, my gosh. I have people from all across the globe praying for us. And if you're going, wait a minute, I didn't even know you were sick. It's not that I t intentionally did not want people to know, but there's a few things that I've learned in life across my lifespan of having health issues is the number one thing you have to do is reduce the chatter. You have to reduce the chatter. So if I did not tell you I was sick, number one is because I was too sick to tell you. Okay. Number two, I did not want it all over social media for various reasons, because the Bible is very clear that power of life and death is in the tongue. Now with good intentions, people will say things without realizing it. You know, we got to put a guard on our mouth. So I did not go out there and tell everybody because I did not want people speaking over me and my husband. I did not want people saying, oh, my gosh, Maggie and Kevin's got Corona. Uh, oh, my gosh. They got the COVID-19. Oh, the, oh, they're going to be so sick. Oh, my gosh. You know, people are dying. I know. I didn't want that stuff spoken over our lives. And people unintentionally will say that or they'll make statements like, oh, did you hear Maggie and Kevin had COVID? 
they have COVID. Well, when you're trying to get rid of something, you don't want to keep confessing it over your life. I'm just saying. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, weird stuff. I'm talking about using spiritual discernment with what you say over yourself, you know, and I put a post up one day and many people are like, man, you are still active on Facebook. You better believe it. I got to keep my algorithms up. But basically a lot of things that you've seen was from last year. <laughs> and a few times I would put a creative post up whenever I had a sense of energy and could say something like, hey, you know, the doctors give the diagnosis, but God gives the prognosis. Many of y'all caught on right then and there that, hey, something is going on. But the fact of the matter is, is I wanted to make sure that we guarded that and, and covered it with the blood of the lamb, because the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And this is my testimony. Okay. My testimony is God is good. And I don't care what you're thinking about Corona. I don't care if you're saying it comes from the 5G. It comes from the aliens. It comes from China. I don't care where it comes from. It's not good. Okay. And the answer to everything is God. <laughs> the answer to everything is God. So, you know, the question that I got was, you know, how did you get it? We don't know. Uh, we do know that in order to avoid from getting these things, you definitely have got to have it to where your body can overcome. Uh, and that's by building your immune system. And our immune system was weakened. You know, it was very weakened for a couple reasons. Number one, when it comes to holistic health, you have to be consistent. You have to be really proactive and diligent and consistent. And we try to be. But, you know, there's sometimes that you just forget to take your supplements or you allow the cares of this world to come in and choke things out. You know, 80 percent of all disease is rooted in stress. And that is what is so bad about what's going on with Corona is because everybody's stressed out. Everybody's in fear and everybody's in panic. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take it serious. You should. But fear lowers your immune system. Uh, drama, trauma, reading all of the news and consuming all that lowers your immune system. Most of you guys know, uh, and even yesterday, I just, you know, another grief hit for us. You know, a friend of mine passed away. But a month ago from that date, my sister-in-law suddenly passed away. And it came as a shock total shock. And we have been sick for three weeks. Well, I have been sick for three weeks. Kevin took it much better than myself. But just your emotions will lower your immune system. So that is how we got it. Our, our systems were off balance. They were off kilter. They were not in homeostasis where they need to be. Just saying. Uh, but we don't know who we contracted it from. We don't know if we picked it up in Indiana. Uh, we don't know if we picked it up in Tennessee. Uh, we don't know. So, you know, we don't know if somebody else was healthy and carrying it. We came in contact with. We just don't know. The second thing people want to know is how does it start? OK, now it we didn't think we had, I'm going to be honest, we didn't think we had coronavirus. You know, we thought we had a flu bug. We thought maybe, you know, we picked up some sort of virus of sorts, but we didn't really think it was Corona uh, and we didn't get tested right away uh, for several reasons. So we started very quickly. It kind of came on like a flu. Uh, Kevin was at work and he started, he was feeling run down, drained that night. His fever spiked up. You know, that was on the 18th of um, March. And I woke up the 18th of March. I didn't feel right. I did my broadcast. I called Susan. I'm like, I can't come out. I'm not feeling right. I need to get some rest. And by that night, fever shot up. So fever was a big indicator 
for us. And the body pains were very similar to the flu, but like the flu on steroids, I'm just saying it was horrific. It was the body pains were very, it was like stabbing in our joints and our legs and our bodies. And so uh, I was in so much pain. I was actually putting on my, you know, we have various products we use. Uh, Renew cream is for your face to help with wrinkles. And uh, then we have a relief cream, which is for joint pain. And I literally, went to the bathroom and I grabbed the Renew cream. I couldn't figure out why my face cream wasn't working on my joints. <laughs> That's how sick I was. I mean, I just didn't, you know, you just, it was, it was like we would lay there and say, okay, who's going to go fill our waters or who's going to go get the wet wash rags or who's going to, you know, okay, the sheets are soaked. So who's going to change the sheets? You know, I mean, it's just, it was whichever one of us had the most strength at that time would serve the other person. And so it was really challenging. And that was on the 18th of Wednesday. Okay. That following Monday, uh, we were starting to feel a little bit better. We could get up out of bed, move around. It was just like, oh, it was awful. And Kevin's like, I got to get back to work. And I'm like, honey, we got to be responsible here. We've got to find out what is going on. Now, we had already, um, bless their hearts, I love my holistic doctor and her assistant, Jeanette. They checked on us regularly, like every day we were getting text messages. And they put us on a protocol right away. And within a week, we've got some tinctures that was made specifically for our bodies that, you know, Chris and Robin, thank you so much, went and picked up for us and put on our porch so that we can start immediately attacking this. And I'll talk a little bit more about the, the things that we did to recover later on. But right now, I, you know, I want to continue to share with you the experience of it because this is what people are asking. So with that being said, we were starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, and I told Kevin, it was on Sunday. We had, we had called already our doctors and different, we called our doctor's offices and they did not have any testing. So we're like, okay, well, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We called around um, that we called the health department in uh, Rutherford County because we live, uh, that's another story for another time. We're right at Cannon Coffee Line. Mine was reported to Coffee County and Kevin's was reported to Cannon County. Whatever, the state. It's a long story, but anyway, for another time. And so, but we do all of our, everything we do, we do in Rutherford. And so we had not been out of the house. We had been self-quarantined because even if we had the flu, we didn't want to get somebody sick. Yeah. So on the 23rd, or we had called on the 19th. So I called several of the doctor's offices that did have the testing. And I spoke to an amazing um, uh, patient. So she was actually was at home sick. And she was part owner in a practice in Murfreesboro. And she said, we're at a test, but I've gotten really good at identifying this. Tell me what's going on. And I told her everything that was going on. She goes, look, you're positive. And I'm like, well, I don't need, she said, it's a presumed positive. And I'm like, we need factual. We don't need presumed because there are other things at stake, like your ability to make income, the people that we may come in contact with, whether or not we're going to go get our toilet paper or whether, you know, I mean, those type of things. So with that being said, I told Kevin, we need to find a test. So Monday morning I called and fortunately Coffee County had just gotten some tests done. Health department said, you know, and the whole thing of not getting tested right away was mostly because there was a shortage on test. So I'm like, look, you don't have to test me, but test my husband because 
if he's got it, I know I've got it because we got the same thing going on with the exception of we both were running high fevers. We both felt like we had been hit by a Mack truck. We both had the aches, you know, the aches and the pains and the heavy, you know, the pressure on the chest and, you know, not a lot of nasal stuff. So for all you people that have been messaging me going, does it start with the runny nose and you know, mus mus mucusy and stuff? It may for other people, but for us, it did not. Um, a lot of it, right now it's tricky because there's so many people that suffer with allergies and we just, you know, you just don't know. And when you ask questions to the health officials, a lot of them are, respond just like I just did. We just don't know. We got that a lot. So with, with that being said, I, I called and I said, look, my husband, not only does he drive a truck and he's out there, he's needed, but he drives food. Now he's not well right now, but we need to know when he can be well uh, potentially and how can he go back to work and what is that protocol? Because we need to know if he's negative or positive. So we went, they tested him. Two days later, we got a call from the state. He was positive. That was on a Wednesday. That was exactly one week from the day the symptoms started. Now, yes, he was still sick at to that point. And I was, you know, I was just befuddled because I'm like, we can't have the coronavirus because everybody all at the testing facilities and places would say, have you been out of the country and have you been in direct contact with anyone? But no, we had a low immune system. We were grieving the loss of a loved one. We did not follow our regular regimen and protocol that we take on a regular basis. And we allowed stress in our life. And those things all contribute to lowering your immune system. So yes, here he was positive. So for me, it was presumed, but I knew that I had it because we both had the same thing going on. Kevin had digestive problems, which they say about 50% of people have it, that he had the diarrhea. I did not praise be to God. I'm thankful for that. But and his and that only lasted for about three days, but the fever would not leave. And my fever stayed consistent for 102, somewhere between 102 and 103 nonstop. Um, and they kept saying, don't take ibuprofen, which, you know, I don't like to take ibuprofen anyway. Um, and we, we were attacking it with vitamin C and zinc and our, our tinctures that we got from our doctor and our holistic doctor. And um, we were doing everything we need to do. All of our essential oils, we were applying those. Of course, we were taking CBD. I'm like, I'm going to get serious about my regiment here now. And we were taking, you know, everything that we could. But that thing was just like hammering us. So people have asked a lot, how did it happen? How did it start? And that's how it did. Fever, night sweats, bad night sweats, aches and pains all over your body. Uh, Kevin had digestive. I did not. And we did not have a lot of problems breathing. That's why we didn't think that we had COVID because we weren't like, <sighs> that came later for me. So with that being said, all of the doctors were saying the same thing. There's nothing we can do. Well, Kevin continued to get better. Okay. Uh, and so for about 12 days, he was super sick, but then he got better. For me, I got worse. I got a little bit better. And then I got really worse. And it on the 30th of um, March. Now, granted, this started on the 18th. On the 30th of March, I got to where I couldn't breathe. I, my chest hurt. I would take a deep breath and it was like, <sighs> you know, it would just hurt. And so 
I was like, daggone, what is going on? Well, in the past, I've had pneumonia and it, it felt like that. So that morning, Kevin had had one of our many teledoc appointments trying to get an idea of when he could go back to work because his fever had broke and his fever had been broke for 72 hours and it had been over two weeks and we're like, okay, can we get a release, go back to work? Well, we're on the teledoc. The doctor listened to me and he's like, you need to go to the hospital. And I'm looking at Kevin and I'm like, I ain't going to the hospital. I'm not. Kevin's going, yes, you are. <laughs> so with that being said, he's like, look, I won't. Kevin was trying to get a release from work. They wouldn't release Kevin to go back to work because I was still having, you know, massive symptoms and they weren't getting better. They were getting worse. So um, after prayer and consideration and listening to my husband, who was very insistent, we went to the hospital. Of course, they wouldn't let Kevin in the building. And I was in there um, and they're like, well, I first I walked in and I said, I need a mask. And the guy's like, well, let me get your name. And I'm like, I need a mask because we had been isolated since the 18th. We didn't have any masks. We didn't know we'd need them. Certainly, you know, and I'm like, I need a mask. And he's like, what's your date of birth? And I leaned over and I said, I have something you don't want. You need to give me a mask now. He gave me a mask. I told him what was going on. He took me to the back. <laughs> and, and so the doctor came in and didn't even come to my bedside. Now, I'm not knocking that, okay, because I am grateful and thankful for all the medical professionals, the paramedics, for the law enforcement, for the people that work in the grocery stores. I mean, I am grateful and praying for y'all and love you and thankful. But the doctor stood by the door and said, tell me what's going on. <laughs> Well, based on my vitals, they did an EKG because I've been having some issues. Long story. I, I just haven't been well in a few months, but that's OK. God's on the throne. So the doctor says, you know, OK, here's what we're going to do. We're going to test you. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm positive. I already know. Husband's positive. Here's the printout from the thing. You know, I'm positive. Please don't do to me what they did to him because they take this thing and they cram it way up. They don't like, you know how you get uh, a flu thing and they swab the inside. They go way up in the cavity. I'm like, Smurr. so they go way up in here and then they go way up in here. And I'm like, going, I wanted to punch the young man that was doing to bless his heart. Um, but I did not. And he kept saying, don't pull back, don't pull back. And of course he had on a mask with a cover thing over him. And the doctor just had on a mask. It was not coming near me. They didn't give me an IV or nothing, you know, <laughs> um, they didn't, you know, they were trying to keep distance as much as possible, but they did do the EKG and they did give me the, the, oxygen to get my levels back to normal. And once my levels were normal, they're like, well, we're going to admit you. And I'm like, I don't really need to be admitted because I'm getting better. I've had this for a long time. I can recover better at home. My husband takes really good care of me. Please let me go. And uh, there, you know, I said, not only that, I have a device at home that can help me with my breathing. I have a CPAP machine by my bed. And they said, oh, you have a CPAP. OK, so a CPAP will force air into your lungs. And at that time, my vitals were normal. And I'm like, listen, you need the room for anybody else that may need this. And to be honest, I didn't want to be isolated in the hospital without my husband to take care of me. So and I knew that, you know, I could recover better at home. We are safe at home, regardless of what you think. <laughs> we are safe and secure at home. It's, it's our best friend. It's our place to be. So with that being said, finally, I got to go home. When I got home, um, I, of course, took it very seriously. But what had happened was is I had contracted pneumonia uh, as a secondary thing. That's why I was not getting better. You know, Kevin was better at this point. 
praise be to God, because he was able to cook and clean and so forth. But they still had him on quarantine. So I want to give a shout out. Thanks to all of the people, uh, Lou Ann and Vince Smith, um, Laura and Peter Arney, um, Danielle Davila. I mean, uh, Susan, you know, getting me the best mask possible so that when I could finally break out yesterday, I was protected. I'm just saying people uh, you have your support system. And, and that doesn't mean for just when you're sick. That means for life in general. OK, because we do better together. Right. So with that being said, and, and, and listen, there's more people that prayed for us and so forth. So I love and thank you all. And again, if you did not know, it's not that I was trying to keep anything. I was just trying to keep all the chatter down where people were speaking things over me by accident and or it getting out. Because when you've got like twenty nine hundred Facebook friends and even if they all ask you one question, that's a whole lot of messages to deal with. And I learned a couple of years ago when I was in the hospital, I was just try exhausted trying to keep up with all of the stuff. So, you know, that's basically how it is. So then the next question I got, you know, the first question we got is how does it start? I gave you the symptoms. Second thing that is, is, you know, how long did it last for Kevin? 12 days of being really sick and but longer quarantine because of me. For me, it was three weeks. Oh, actually, you know, yeah, three weeks. So on the 31st is when they diagnosed me with the pneumonia on top of it. And on Wednesday, Wednesday was the first time I put on real clothes. I mean, even when I went to the hospital, I went in my pajamas. I'm just saying. I put on my yoga pants. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I still, um, you know, my chest still, you know, hurts a little bit. And but it's not nothing, nothing like before. As you could tell, I got a lot of air. I'm super grateful for that. Uh, so on Wednesday, I said, that's it. I'm telling, I'm, you know, so many people have said you need to do a live as soon as you're better because people need to know what to look for. They need to know what you went through. And most of all, they need hope that people recover. You know, for those of you that are my recovery friends out there, uh, you know, hashtag we do recover. Recovery happens and we get so much doom and gloom that we need to hear the upside of it. OK, now that doesn't mean go out and be reckless with your life. OK, so anyway, so how did they treat it? They really can't treat a whole lot of anything. They did treat the pneumonia um, for that being said. But as far as it goes, so for those of you that have conspiracy theories that they are going to force medications on you that has a hidden vaccine in it and that's the only way you could get it. I'm sorry. I got it from a human being. Just saying. All right. Uh, so and now um, I want to talk to you a little bit about how we overcome it. OK, how do we overcome this? How do we overcome the doom and gloom of having something that everybody is like, it's, it's like the pig or whatever, you know, the first thing that we did is we spoke life to our cells, our body. And, you know, I said earlier, I quoted the scripture, the power of life is in, in you know, power of life and death is in the tongue. But I am a firm believer in, in every every scripture in the Bible. And John 10, 10 says the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Jesus came so that we could have life, life and life more abundant. So the abundant life is not laying in bed sick. But if you are doing, dealing with something that comes to kill, steal and destroy, you know, and then you've got people posting stuff on Facebook, bless their hearts. Okay. I could do a whole nother live on that. Like people that have the Corona are under the judgment of God. Uh, -uh No, I'm under the grace and mercy of God. And uh, it's the enemy that comes in 
okay, to cause havoc, you know, and it is God that raises that standard and he raises that banner and he raised that banner over us. So we had the troops out there praying. We had people speaking life. When, and, you know, one of my mentors from Florida messaged me and she said, y'all need to take communion every day. We got so repented up. <laughs> Let me tell you what, when crisis comes, we are on our face, right? So even laying in the bed where you can't get down in a position or a posture, you, it doesn't matter what posture you're in. The Lord receives your prayers sitting right here. He sit, receives them in the shower, in the car, on your face. Now, there's something to be said about pulling away and being in the presence of the Lord and really getting intimate with the Father. That's what we did. We relied on our dad because he is the one who gives life. And if you want to have life, you got to go to the life giver. So we were literally having scripture played in our home. You know, we've got several devices, a computer. We project things off of our phone onto the TV, pumping music, worship music, scripture, waves with scripture, frequencies, you name it. We had it all pumping through going in and changing the atmosphere. You guys that are watching this are atmosphere changers. If you're a Christ follower and you know, the Bible says the same spirit that rise Christ from the dead is alive in you. So I was not going to take this laying down, even though I laid down, <laughs> uh, you know, I had to rest. Rest is important. You know, it is not wise to go out and do stupid things whenever you're, you know, not well. So for those, people that are out there going, okay, I don't care. I'm going out and so forth. Y'all use wisdom. You know, the Bible tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. So, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting my preach on. I'm getting my preach on. So, <laughs> so with that being said, we took daily communion. We prayed the scriptures over our body. Literally, we personalized the scriptures. We spoke life into the situation and we strengthened our immune systems by taking all of the things that we needed to take uh, prescribed by our holistic doctor and uh, the things that we knew to do and definitely used our personal products that we sell because we were going to get better. So, you know, I, I just really think that it's important for people to know that we do recover. I think it's important for people to know that regardless of what you're going through, God is in control. I mean, there is nothing that you could go through that he can't deal with. But, you know, we have a choice when we face anything, whether it's sickness, trouble in your marriage, trouble with your kids, whatever, loss of a job, whatever. We've got a choice. We either respond in two different ways. We respond in faith and fear and they don't operate together. And so if you want to keep healthy and keep from getting the coronavirus, Turn up your faith, turn up your faith, because you have got to understand that fear brings torment. And, you know, I mean, that's what the Bible says. It brings torment and we didn't want to be tormented. So, yes, for three weeks, I was incredibly ill, but I knew the whole time that God would get the glory. I knew the whole time that my Redeemer lived. I knew the whole time that I would be healed because I stood on his promises and all of his promises are yes and amen. So I want to encourage y'all. Okay. I want to encourage you. I'm going to do some other broadcasts today. I'm, I'm getting a little bit tired here. And this is the first time I put on a little bit of makeup in three weeks or longer, actually longer, a month, a month. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to wear myself out, but I did want to come on and encourage some people that you have to take precaution. And, you know, I worked in the insurance industry for 15 years and something that we specialized in is reducing exposure. You got to reduce exposure exposure. That's how you overcome it. Uh, you overcome it by reducing exposure, meaning that if you go out, wear a mask, just wear a mask. You know, uh, if you are going to, you know, if, and don't go out unless you have to go out. You know, I, I was talking to Susan yesterday. I, um, 
went to Kroger and uh, with my new mask on, you know, I'm a, okay. Now, by the way, I am released. We are released from the state and I just want to give a shout out for the state. They were great. They were great. We had people calling and checking to make sure that we were quarantined and to, um, you know, they were great. They checked in on us regularly. But when I got that call on Tuesday saying that I had been released, I was like, hallelujah, you know. And uh, so we needed some supplies. So I, I went to the grocery store. I had on my mask. I used a lot of aseptic techniques. Uh, let me tell you, we cross contaminate a lot. OK, um, everything you touch, you know, you think you're wearing your gloves and that's good. But if you touch something that somebody else has touched and then you touch your face, you, I'm telling you, it's all over. Uh, use everything that you can. All right. To stay safe out there. But I, as I was in the grocery store, I was a little freaked out. OK, because there were people very coming very close to me and I'm backing up. You know, and uh, people were not practicing social distancing uh, and people were not wearing masks and people are out there taking this very lightly, lightly. And so my encouragement to you is, is please, please, please reduce your exposure. OK, and things you can do at home. It's a great time to do things, uh, you know. Gosh, you stay, you know, you can stay in community at home. I love the fact that like the Gap has been having their regular meetings, but you know, they've been doing it on the cloud. Uh, churches are having things on the cloud. Do a Bible study on the cloud. Do a scrapbooking thing on the cloud. Do a Zoom meeting with your family. I've seen people do tea parties, birthday parties, all kinds of stuff. Social distancing is not relationship distancing. And let me just say that just because you're not within a context of being next to someone does not mean that you disconnect. And then Wednesday, I'm going to have my friend Jenny Priz on the show. We're going to talk about how to cope and some strategies of coping while you're being isolated, because some people, frankly, are not taking this very well. But and other people are going, oh, my gosh, I needed this so bad. And so now I am I'm grateful because I finally feel like doing something. You know, and I'm not going to overdo it. You know, Kevin's like, you got to rest, you got to rest. But, you know, there's a lot of projects, a lot of things that I have fallen behind on just from life. So, you know, find ways to stay busy. Write that book you've been talking about, you know, be creative. Most important, get outside and get some vitamin D. Vitamin D is so important and the majority of people are very deficit on it. You need vitamin D. Get Go sit in the sun. Matter of fact, on day, I think it was day 14, uh, it was a really pretty day outside. And I in my pajamas. I said, Kevin, help me get up on that trampoline. He helped me get up on that trampoline. And I laid on the trampoline for an hour and a half, just looking at the clouds, <sighs> just resting with the Lord. Just, you know, I had my thing out here. I had scripture playing and, and just, you know, resting. And I got me some vitamin D that day. You know, get some laughter. Find you some Shonda Pierce or whoever your favorite comedy person is. Laugh. The Bible says laughter is good medicine. Laugh. OK, laugh at yourself if you have to. I mean, my goodness, just just do you know that there's so many things that you can deal deal with. But, you know, I'm going to talk Monday. I'm going to do a live about building your immune system because I firmly believe that um, that is the key to staying healthy. So I want to thank all of you all that logged on. I want to apologize for not interacting because I'm going to convert this into um put it on a podcast so that people can listen to it as well for your comments. I am going to go in after the, I end this, I'm going to address every one of them. If you have questions that I did not 
answer. Those were the most common questions that I have gotten since we got sick. If you have some questions I did that, you know, you're wondering what about this or what about that? You can send me a private message, but put a chat, you know, put it in the chat stream because other people probably still have that question as well. But I want to encourage y'all that regardless of what's going on, and I know we're living in a time of uncertainty, but Jesus is the answer. You know, whatever you think is going on in the world, Jesus is the answer. And if you want to know more about my Jesus, private message me. We can have a conversation because he is a game changer. Okay. He healed me years ago from cancer. Uh, he has gotten me through all kinds of major diagnoses. He has, you know, done so much in my life. I give him all the glory. He is the one who restored my body. Okay. I did the right things to get it into a position where God can heal it, but he is the healer. So you guys stay close to Jesus. If you have any questions, let me know. I look forward to seeing you guys Monday. Monday, we are going to talk about the immune system. And then Wednesday, I'll have Jenny on. And then I got an amazing lineup for the rest of the month uh, and next month because I got a lot of people I had to reschedule. And so I am going to definitely make sure that you guys get some encouragement, some inspiration. I hope you find this valuable. If so, share it out with your friends. Hashtag keys to your best life because that is what we're trying to do. There are keys that open up doors in your life. And we want to make sure that you have a virtual keychain full of inspiring things to get you through. God bless you guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.